To charter an accountant and sail the wide accountancy to find, explore the funds offshore and skirt the shoals of bankruptcy. It can be manly insurance. We'll up your premiums semi-annually. It's all tax deductible. We're very incorruptible. We're sailing on the wide accountancy. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marie Nagorski. No, she wouldn't say it like that. How would she say it then? she go, I'm Marie Nagorski. I'm Marie Nagorski. That's where we get you perfectly. Hi, yes, thanks, Marina. Yes, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Spoilerama. And this week, um, Marina has a bit of a cold. And the rumours of her being smuggled out of the country are not true. She's actually here. She just might sound a little different. Isn't that right, <laughs> <laughs> Don't overdo it, Mari- Marina. <laughs> and this week we're going to review The Accountant, which um, I saw last week. And, and I saw yesterday, even though I had a cold. That's how committed I am to this podcast. Absolutely. And was it worth the effort, <laughs> do you think, Marina? I actually thought it was. Really? I thought oh, this would actually... This, is, this could be a very interesting podcast because I was thinking you approaching it not liking Ben Affleck. I still hate him. Okay. I haven't changed my mind about Interesting that. because I still like him. Um, but. But, yeah. yeah no, I'm I you. can feel... <laughs> I actually was watching it and I thought you might like the film. No, no, I was watching it thinking I should like the film and within minutes, oh no. But I, why, why did you like it? Well, I just thought they developed... The real it. Marina wouldn't have liked it. Sorry. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the snot is Stop mentioning my... <laughs> snot. Okay, for those who haven't copped on yet, Marina has a very heavy cold, which is why I might sound very distant every now and then as I move back from her moving closer to the microphone. Okay, um, I thought they developed the story very well um, with a few ha. twists going through it that I actually didn't think of. Ha. I don't know if I was too concentrating on not disturbing people with my sneezes and coughs. I think um, that was it. You're probably sick. Yeah. That's why you liked it so much. Um, Your mind wasn't probably I there. But I thought it was, it was actually uh, quite a good movie. I really liked it. And I thought um, Ben Affleck did a good job. But I still don't like him. But he was very good. Okay. Well, I disagree entirely. Uh, I thought... It was, uh, excuse me. We've agreed on every bloody film we've done so far, practically. This one, I just thought, I expected to like it. Like, I went in very positive about it. And it was about halfway through, I was going, oh, no, this is really, really bad. And I just thought it was cliche after cliche was piled on. The whole thing of someone with Asperger's or on the autism scale has these extra super intelligent powers. That's a minority, but it seems to be all that minority is in these films ever since Rain Man. So all that was irritating me. <laughs> well, Rayman doesn't have superpowers. Well, no, but not superpowers. He doesn't have superpowers here either. I mean, he's just super intelligent with maths and things like this and very efficient and all that. That's not necessarily true. Extra. It can happen. Yeah. But well, it can happen to anyone. It can happen. Oh, well, I mean, I'm just trying to think what particularly I will highlight because there's so much that really annoyed me. Yes, um, two pages of notes yes, here. And all of them bad. Uh, the... Girl, what was her name? Anna Maria, Kendrick? M- no, no, Cynthia Adlai Robinson, I have it written here. Mary Beth Medina, the secret special agent oh, okay. set aside to find yeah. him. 
she was, first of all, as soon as she's introduced, uh, she has a, a dark past that J.K. Simmons is the head of the FBI or CIA, whatever it's supposed to be, threatens to expose unless she helps them. She has some criminal past. And then, of course, you find out later on this criminal past was a good crime. She killed a bad yeah. guy. Oh, I knew that was coming a mile off. But also, yeah, I did think that that part, um, it was a bit, uh, what you call, she overdid it a bit. Like if, when she was at the at the interview or whatever with, uh, with your man, I thought if if that was the case that she did something good but was arrested for it because of whatever, I would say it if I was her at the interview. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, I have that, but you see, this is what happened. Yeah. And not just accept it and start crying out of oh, nowhere yeah. and well, then everything is fine. Yeah. Well, it's also that he blackmails her into pursuing Ben Affleck, the accountant, yeah. finding out who he is and where he is and Which all this. Which didn't really show at the end why. Yeah, there was no logic to that at all. Because the whole thing is, he's, the accountant is effectively doing them a favour. He's yeah. doing all this. He's a vigilante. But he informs J.K. Simmons about all this. And then we have this appalling scene where J.K. Simmons, when they find his house, they have found his house after much searching through her. He's, he's assigned her to find the accountant and his house. And he sits down in the armchair, puts his feet up, puts his hat over his face and talks for 10 minutes about how his history with the accountant, with Ben Affleck, and it's just, it's summaring, summarising the plot. It's classic case of telling, not showing. Mm. And it was, I was jaw dropping. I was going, what the fuck is it? And then it also made, what was the point of the entire pursuit that he set her on? Right, you're making me not like it anymore. Good, good. <laughs> I'm doing a Siskel and Ebert because we're famous for um, one would give thumbs up, thumbs down, and then they discuss it and the other might change their mind. I'm hoping to do that here because that was nonsense. Why was he after him? Yeah, I know. I know that part really that that annoyed yeah. me as well because I didn't understand um, what was going on. Yeah. Um, but I did like the fight scenes. I did like the twists. You see, I thought the twists was very were very. Okay. Well, we discussed the twists after because I don't okay. want to give them away in Spider-Man, yeah. though I'm tempted to just to stop people from going to see this awful film. The cinema um, was full. It was, it was full. Packed, it was very full. I bet it's gonna. Oh, go it'll on. do well. It's like doing very well. On the train, which was crap, but people still went and saw it. I prefer Girl on the Train to this. Oh, I really didn't get like it. Get out of it. my house. Oh, sorry. We're in Marina's house now, just to mention that. But I thought that whole explanation of what's going on, as I said, made no sense because then his reason for hiring her to do or blackmailing her to go in pursuit of the accountant is so that she can take over from him as the accountant's contact in the CIA when he retires in six months. Yeah. Why not just do that anyway? There is absolutely no point. Yeah, he, he could have just said, this man called. Because then he does, yeah. then he kind of, when they finish conversation, by remarkable coincidence, the accountant, Ben Affleck, rings her. Or it's her secretary or whatever. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is another, well, that's a twist that I won't discuss. But, uh, so it's always on the cards, this is going to happen. So there's absolutely no, re except, of course, to show us, the audience, the background and the story, which was also another thing that they did that was completely unnecessary and was there just to give information to the audience was all the flashbacks to him as a child. They only needed one of them, but they were constantly going back to them. And the reason is, I would say, it didn't, there was no development. You knew all this anyway, and particularly yeah. with J.K. Simmons summing it up again. That whole flashback thing was really just to remind us of the kids all the time as kids so they were etched in our brains so therefore when we found out who they were when they grew up 
which is where a lot of the twists come in. Though even though you're wondering who they're going to go through, then you know you remember them as kids. So it's just there. It's a functional thing. It's not a proper part of a script. It's lazy process. So while you reach for a tissue, um, what else <laughs> did I? Oh yes. So what did you like? Did you like Ben Affleck in it? I did. I thought he did the role really well. Did you think he was um, doing Batman again? No, you see, Batman. No, Batman is a whole different category for me. Up and Affleck, to, yeah. Um, it is just woeful and disgraceful, um, <laughs> which I'm not really gonna go into now because that'll only make me even sicker. <laughs> we don't want that. We've more podcasts. And I'll sue Ben Affleck for it. We have a, ba- a rash of, sp- of podcasts to do this weekend at the Arabic Film Festival. Be healthy. Um, more on that later. <laughs> okay. Carry on. <laughs> so anyway, what was I saying? Shit. Um, you were talking about Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so that's a, which I'm not actually going to go into because I'll get really annoyed. Do you just hate Ben Affleck himself? I and just you like Matt Damon, Jason oh. Bourne, his best friend, and they're a team in a lot of films. Yeah. But well, I, I like Ben Affleck. Sorry, I'm interrupting your Ma- criticism. Matt Damon is. An angel sent from God to bless the world of cinema. Funny you should say that because Ben Affleck and Matt Damon star in a film called Dogma as angels sent from God. Right. There I you didn't go. Know that. God played by Alanis Morissette. Okay. You have to see that one. Okay. Yeah, no, I will on the list. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't even want to compare them. Poor Matt Damon being compared to Ben Affleck. His best friend. They're loyal to each other. But do you like Ben Affleck as a director? Did you like Argo? I um, did Gone like Baby Argo. Gone? I did like Argo, actually. Um, it did go on for a while, but I'm not going <laughs> to go into that either. Um, no, I did like Argo. Um, I liked Ben Affleck in this film, which is a yeah. lot for me to say. Like, it, it, it takes a lot for me to actually admit that. Yeah. Um, but I don't like him as an actor. Yeah, so I hate Ben Affleck, but I thought he was good in this film. I thought his acting was really good. I did like Anna Kendrick as You did? Well, I did, yeah. yeah. I thought she was actually quite she good. She had very little to do. Well, I yeah, mean, but I think it's a different role for her. You're thinking of Pitch Perfect, which yeah. I haven't seen. So yeah. that's a different part completely. Different I mean, role. not a different role, but a different film. Oh, yeah. Um, she kind of, I think she's the type that is just going to with time just getting to play herself okay because oh, there yeah. was a, you know that kind of thing yeah, you know, there was a lot of herself in the character um, the whole sweet and nice and cute and um, understanding person and all that and yeah. trying to do good did you think there was a love story going on between her and Ben Affleck in this film yes which made no sense either it it didn't because a person that has Asperger's which they really emphasised a lot and how he was very unsociable. He yeah. became sociable with her really quickly. Yes. Well, even without the Asperger's, they became very close very quickly. Yeah. And over nothing, like a couple of meetings. Yeah. And then they're and on we never know together. what actually happens with her. They tried to attack her because... Like, there was... Because it she's was, associated with him. Uh, well, because, no, she found the error. She basically finds, uh, and Anna Kendrick plays an accountant, another accountant in a company, finds an accountancy error. And Ben Affleck, as a whiz kid accountant, is brought in to solve, to find a problem, but then uncovers all sorts of terrorist links and crime and so on. And given that his part-time job is as a hitman, it all comes to the fore with that, which is... Yes, it is as ridiculous as it sounds. Yeah. That's how the film is. 
One other thing I will just highlight again that I thought was really bad uh, is, as I said, Mary Beth pursuing him. And at one point, this is supposed to be... I think I top, know what you're going to say. Okay, we'll just see. The top CIA agent, supposed to be highly intelligent, highly clever, has to use the internet to work out that the name Louis Carroll might be an alias for Lewis Carroll, the famous writer of Alice in Wonderland, who had Asperger's as well. I just go, she needed the internet to cop on to that. I knew, I knew you it were going to say so, that. It was just so, of course, it's, it's glaring immediately, all this. And she's supposed to be tough for a game. And then when she finds out, she's staring at the screen and all these other revelations. Every time she finds something from the internet, she's staring in shock at the screen as, oh my God, oh my God. Like it's Dan Brown territory we're in here. Yeah. At the end of which, she slaps the table down. My God, I've got him. Something like, it's, Oh, God, it's so bad and cliched. And even then, there's one scene where I laughed out loud. It was so bad where she's talking to some profiler about Asperger's or some, some expert. Within yeah, your the organization man that just came out of nowhere on the to phone. help her. The, no, the one she was talking to on the phone when she gets oh, over the phone yeah, and making yeah, coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she says to him, um, how would I identify someone with Asperger's? I'm looking at mugshots here. And the logical response to that would be, you can't. Yeah. They're photographs. And he tells her how to sectionize the photographs from the photographs from the photographs to narrow them down to which of these photographs might be of people with Asperger's. Yeah, with now, ears protruded ears. I mean, them. That was ridiculous. I have to ludicrous. agree. That was ridiculous. She compares it with the Lewis Carroll. Well, yeah, she goes back to then finds out yeah. he had Asperger's yeah. as well and all this. And it's, oh. And I mean, I walked out at that point. Did you actually? Yes, I did. And then came back after going to the toilet. Okay. But I nearly stayed. I nearly stayed gone. <coughs> <coughs> and that is staying in. So. <laughs> I can't laugh without coughing. Oh, God, my head. There you go. Okay. Um, so did you I, have an annoying character? Sorry, I interrupted you. No, say something. no, no. Um, I don't fine. like to and My annoying character was actually the Medina girl. Yes. Um, and J.K. Simmons. Um, because I actually agree with you, there was no um, reason for them really to be there. No, the only reason to be there is to tell us the story. Yeah, and then they kept and then they just disappear. Press conferences. Oh God, the that press that conference. took them nowhere really. Yeah, but just, again, just to show. Well, no, again, the press conferences were to show them she's taking over from him because yeah, they had a press which conference. makes no sense because he has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, to be honest, if it was just. Actually, if it was, these are two different plots that are going on. Yeah. It's the accountant pursuing the guy that did the error in the, in the company. Yeah. And then J.K. Simmons trying to find the accountant. For no reason. For no reason. So if you just took J.K. Simmons and your woman out of the film and just left it at the whole pursue thing yeah. with the guns and the whole fight, it would be perfectly fine. Yeah. Um. The other stuff was just, to, I don't know, make it more interesting or something. No, it was to explain the plot. That's all they were there for. They were telling well, us his background and that. so on. Well, you did need to be informed of it. Like, well, but that's but all he said. But that's the way of informing. But, but yeah, but the, well, the flashbacks as well. But the flashbacks were, didn't tell you enough. J.K. Simmons told you it all, but he just told you. Yeah. That's, it was a lazy way but of telling I mean, us the background. They could have used the flashbacks as well. Yeah. Like, you know, when um, uh, Ben Affleck is in his little trailer having his little downtime with his music and stuff and looking at the yes. Pollock yes. picture. Yes, yes, another bloody These, they, they use that as well as moments of 
flashbacks. Yeah. When he was trying to, you yeah. know, work with his head or whatever. They could have used that as a way of showing the flashback of him and his father. I don't want to spoil, but him and his father. Um, the relationship, basically, yeah. and relationship with, with the as a young boy, as well. yeah, as his brother and so on. So, which would explain loads. Yeah. Oh, I know. But, yeah, yeah. There, there are many ways they could have made this a better film. Yeah. Um, not making it at all, I think, might have been one step that I would have admired. So, how are you going to give it out of 10? I'll give it a 7. And I'll not give a score at all because I don't because believe in you. Well, no, I've, I've I'm, go, I'm going to start Every giving. I'm going to start giving scores now. Oh, I'm going to start giving stars. You take everything from me. I'm so sorry. You're sick and paranoid now. I have to be very careful. I'm oh, not. I'm. I'm. This is a homage to your star rating. Well, I'm going to do a star rating system, so my system will be up to five stars. Oh, uh, he so, thinks he's Roger Ebert now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You think, no, never mind. You think you're Marina Gorski. I am. Oh, just, 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 can't wait till I'm she comes back. I'm actually Janice from Friends. Oh <laughs> my God. We could have started the podcast with that. <laughs> I have some entertaining value. Oh, I just died. Anyway, I will give it zero stars out of five because I really thought that was wow, one of the worst films I've seen. that's interesting, Oh, so cool. I thought that was one of the worst films I've seen this year. That's okay. my summing up. But next week, we're hoping to see a much better film. Yes. Both of us are looking forward to this. What are we going to see next? Nocturnal Animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's sounds doubtful. Yes, no. we agreed this no, before I, the podcast. No, because there is a chance we're doing Trolls as well. Well, we might do Trolls after, but we will aim for Nocturnal Animals for next week because okay. it is supposed to be so good and I really need to see a really good film yeah. after that. We will also be launching um, tomorrow because this is going out on Thursday. That's what I mean. Okay. Tomorrow, Friday, the Arabic Film Festival starts in the IFI, chaired by our old friend, Jim Sheridan. <laughs> yeah, that's what he likes to hear. And we were hoping to launch a new series of what we're calling Spoiler Bites, which will basically just an instant reaction to the film. We will come out from the film and record a quick four minute reaction and put that up on a SoundCloud site. So there won't be the normal podcast. They will be just short bite sized bits. That way we can cover more films. Yeah, there's six of five, five of them around for the festival. Yeah. So we're hoping to cover them all with those little bits and put them straight on online immediately after we've seen the film and recorded yeah. this podcast so look forward to that that's starting this weekend uh, that's it for this normal episode on The Accountant I've been Mick Jordan and I've been Marina Gorski Join really us again. I have <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh. she'd never do that <laughs>